0: Thanks for joining us today on the Gregorish Ministries podcast. We're so excited for today's episode. Today, we have Tiago Samico. Did I say that correctly?
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: Um, He's our good friend from Brazil. Um, He helped this past trip when Josh and I were down there. He helped translate for us a couple times, and we got to know him pretty well while we were there. And so we're really excited to have him on the podcast today. Thank you so
2: much for joining us.
1: Yeah, I thank you for the invitation. For me, it's an honor. It's a pleasure.
2: Yeah, Chiago. and you know, I had uh, heard about a lot of the work that you're doing in Brazil, and uh, you have a tremendous ministry, not only translating ministers, but you're also a minister yourself, and you know, I was looking recently on your YouTube channel, um, you have almost 100,000 subscribers on there, and so God has just blessed your ministry and is continuing to grow it, And so we'd love to just hear a little bit more about what it is that you're doing with your YouTube channel and your ministry there.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are almost reaching 100,000, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we started at, on 2013, I believe, but it was an old desire, you know, because um, I I graduated in translation here in Brazil. And then um, I believe that I could, like... um, facilitate people are easy the way for some people. Brazil is definitely not a country that uh, uh, speaks English in the majority, you know. You, you've been here and you <laughs> understood that. It's too difficult to get communicating here when you speak English. Um, so I believe, well, I speak English. I had this opportunity and why not to, to make this link and uh, let people understand some things. <clears throat> Sorry, so. In 2013, I started doing that, like, um, little by little and understanding the process, and, and it, it, became, it began there, you know. So I had uh, real good support from my pastor at that time, and uh, he started encouraging me, and, and it happened. And suddenly, um, I, I started doing that on a regular basis, and the channel started growing. It's, it's a blessing, really.
2: Yeah, and I saw that you had you have uh, translated a variety of different pastors. You had done Charles Caps, and uh, I believe Chris Volaton, and some some other ministers as well. And I believe there was a minister named uh, Pastor Chris. He's not well known so much here in the U.S., but in Brazil, he's made a tremendous impact with the Word of Faith. And so, I just wanted to kind of uh, ask you what the impact was like for you to translate those videos. Uh, from, from English into Portuguese and the way that it's been received by people there?
1: Well, you can imagine, you can wonder how, how, it, how it impacts me. But uh, it started when uh, the, first, the first video that I really got interested in translating was from John Bevere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Driven by Eternity. And my, my wife, she was reading the book and she got so impacted and so amazed. And she said, you need to, to get into that and then i tried i uh, found a way to, to get the videos and uh, i started uh, watching them and listening on the on the on the car when i was like driving in my job etc and then i got so impacted with that that i decided and no i need to translate this and then uh, it i became um, more interested in, in different ministries and different anointings and it really, it really uh, spread inside of me because I discovered so many different ministers with so many different uh, approaches on the same theme, on the same subject. And then uh, I started getting impacted first, and deeply impacted because I need to listen to to the to the, to the, to the preaching, to the sermon, like twice or three times, until I get the the perfect intonation and and the the idea behind the, the preaching so it's amazing for me it's a blessing it's a privilege because uh, I get really deep into it you know and uh, yeah as you mentioned Pastor Chris uh, actually he he's not very, he was not very well known here in Brazil uh, some some of our we are you know we are from Verbo da Vida from Word of Life Ministry here in Brazil. And uh, um, some of, of our ministers, or our leaders, they, they went to, to Africa, they went to Nigeria with uh, Apostle Bud Wright when he was with us. And uh, they went there, and they got so impacted and so amazed with that ministry. And then when they came back, they got a contact, and then I contacted them in, uh, in Africa, and they sent me a material like uh, uh, a box full of DVDs and I started translating and I got so, you know, impacted. But uh, actually, uh, even not being so well known in the U.S., uh, definitely he he came from Charles Capps and he came from T.L. Osborne and Kenneth Hagen. He also mentions these, these ministers. Uh, it's all word of faith, you know.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, I saw the, you had done some Charles caps and some other Word of Faith ministers, and I know that you minister yourself. Uh, I was looking at your YouTube channel and looking you up, and I saw you had uh, spoken at many of the Verba Vidas, and I believe it's Lapa, and also in some other uh, areas in Sao Paulo and so uh we just i personally we want to thank you again for translating for us while we were there
1: for that yeah you
2: you did a fantastic job and my wife lorena her family said they listen to your translations all the time and so uh we just want to thank you personally for the work that you're doing we know that you're reaching all of brazil but you're also impacting our life in different ways and so we really appreciate
1: that's that's great i
0: appreciate that thank you Uh, and you know
2: you think about translating to Portuguese.
0: That's not just for Brazil. There's yeah. Portuguese-speaking people all over the world. I mean, Japan has a population. Mm-hmm. There's Portugal. So yeah. what you're doing also
1: China, yeah. Yeah, yeah, China.
0: So I mean, what you're doing truly is impacting the nations. Yeah, and so that that's an, an honor to you know just know you.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's something interesting because I, I became uh, doing this job. I became understanding that. Um, Sometimes a nation, it has, it receives a revelation from heaven, and many times uh, other nations, until somebody gets to translate this revelation, it's, it's, uh, um, it's restricted to this nation. For example, if, if there's what, there was nobody to translate Kenneth Hagin uh, teachings into Portuguese in the past, I was not here talking to you, you understand that? Because the word of faith was something that was restricted to U.S. And, and now it's spread all over Brazil, you know, about Raman schools and every, uh, all the churches that are drinking from, from their teachings. So uh, I believe that uh, it's something really, really important. And, and, and it's something that goes beyond my understanding. You know, I have a testimony from a, a lady. Uh, and she, she, I believe that she is from Guinea bissau I don't know if you say that in English, but uh, yeah, she's from Africa. It's, it's a small country that, that speaks, speaks Portuguese. And she emailed me and she said, well, uh, we are opening a, a new church for us. And I said, oh, really? That's great. And she said, yeah. And uh, she, she's got no pastor. <laughs> I, I didn't understand at first, but she told me that the pastor, uh, while they, they don't have a pastor, she was using the videos like the pastor. So she gathered people's all every Sunday and then they have a big screen and and they they you know they exhibit the videos and that's the church. I got so impacted with that, with this testimony, you know. It's something that really goes beyond my my understanding. My I, I really don't understand how far
0: it goes. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that gets into one of the scriptures that you had mentioned. There was Matthew chapter twenty-eight and verse nineteen, it says, Go therefore teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And so I just want to kind of hear your thoughts on that. To what does it mean to go and teach all nations?
1: Yeah, I believe that. Uh, you know, in Jesus' times, uh, he he only, uh, you know, he is his, um, his richer. Yeah, his, he could not reach like different nations, so to say, but... In our days, uh, as he said that he, we would do bigger things. In our days, we have this this um, technology and these possibilities to, to uh, to go you know to go farther than, than he, he went. So this teach our nations uh, part of this verse. It really caused my attention because I believe that when we translate, for example, even with uh, uh, with teachings from other ministries. We are teaching our nation and other nations that speak the same language. So we are evangelizing. We are uh, you know, taking the gospel to, the, to, the, to these nations. Uh, and I believe that it's a part, it's a big part of that. And it's something that needs to be understood by different nations around the world. Because there are great ministries, for example, in Austria, in Germany, and in other countries. For example, I don't speak German. But somebody that speaks German needs to translate into Portuguese as soon as possible, you know. Yeah. I believe that it's it's involved in teaching all nations.
2: Yeah, and you know, um, in our missions class, we had been trained a lot about how the heart of God is to seek and save the lost. And it's not only to seek and save the lost, but it's also to build up the church and build up the body of Christ. And I yeah. believe really what you're doing is being able to gr- help people that maybe don't have a pastor, maybe don't have a local church, like you were saying, that that lady who watches the videos. Um, sometimes that's the only kind of food that they can eat on or the word that they can feed on is something that's being translated. And so um, just anybody that has a, a gifting to speaking to another language, if you have that ability, don't take it for granted. Maybe find a way that you can actually help uh, just kind of continue to grow the kingdom of God with your, your natural ability. Um, but you had another couple of scripture there.
0: Yeah, the the other one that you had there was Luke 13, um, verse 34. I'll read it here. It says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and the stones that who are sent to her. How often I want to gather your children together as hen gathers her broad under her wings, but you were not willing.
1: Yeah, you see, uh, when we read this verse, we understand that Jesus was, you know, he was sad because of a a city, you know, and he was talking to a city. We understand that we, as individuals, we have a personal relationship with God. But I believe that we need to understand and and go a step further on that. And we need to understand that God has a desire for nations. Uh, God has a desire for groups of people, for cities, for neighborhoods. And I believe that uh, this is something that's taking me, I mean, little by little, and it's getting, getting stronger inside of me, you know. Um, I'm, I'm not, I cannot say that I'm tired of, but uh, I'm getting very bothered and uh, only speaking to the church. I want to speak out, you know. Uh, I believe that the Holy Spirit needs that from us, that we need to speak out. We need to show the world that it's not only the, the gospel of salvation, You know, because gospel of salvation is something amazing. Please don't misunderstand me. It's something amazing. I believe that it's important. It's the first step. But we need to understand that uh, there's more. And it's the gospel of the kingdom that will impact the nations. With salvation only, it's proven already. Uh, Nobody can get a nation and can uh, conquer a nation only with salvation because they don't understand that this is only a first step. And it becomes an end when it's a means, you know, and I believe that this is, is one of a good example for, from Jesus. He was, you know, sad because of Jerusalem as an, as a city, as a group of people that needed to, to understand the, the, the preaching. You know?
0: Yeah. And that's why, you know, preaching and teaching is so important. It's so important to to understand the word, not just know about Jesus, not just, yeah, God's God, but actually have the teaching and understanding um, with
2: that. Yeah. And so, you know, for something I'd like to ask you, you know, you teach on a variety of different subjects in Sao Paulo, but, you know, someone who, uh, you know, feels like they're called by God, but they don't necessarily know where to start. Maybe they have a natural gifting in a certain area, but how can they start to share those things to people on an everyday basis? What's the kind of the first step they can take to start Really evangelizing and not just sharing within the local church, but reaching out into their community.
1: Yeah, I believe that if you remember, Paul said, I don't remember, I don't know exactly how to say that in English, but Paul said that he, he, didn't, he didn't go to, to people with, uh, like, um, I don't know how to say, with beautiful and sophisticated words yeah, out of philosophy, sort of yeah. but with a demonstration of power and of the Spirit. Yeah. And I believe that this was uh, what made crowds go after Jesus. It was the demonstration of the power and of the spirit. Of course, Jesus was a, a wonderful speaker. He was a wonderful speaker. You know, of course, we we know that from the scriptures. But I believe that this demonstration it's much more effective when we want to evangelize a group of people or even our neighbor, because sometimes our neighbor. He's got, he's got a, a headache, and we don't even knock there and say, "Do you need something? Are you feeling okay?" Uh, I, I noticed that you were a little upset these days, and this is our opportunity you know to show and to demonstrate the spirit. And I believe that this is the first step. We need to understand the power that we have within, and we need to put it in, into practice. We need to, to get into the, the kingdom the kingdom realities. You know, and I believe this is the first step. After that, of course, we go to the streets and we go to the nations. But first, let's work locally with the gifts that were given to us. You know,
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, one of the huge things that we always emphasize as a ministry is that the fact that God loved us first. And we've got to spend time really meditating that for ourselves and receiving it for ourselves until it becomes a reality in our lives that God personally loves me. And when that becomes a reality to us, it's almost a byproduct to start sharing it with other people. And, you know, whenever we understand God's compassion towards us, then we can actually be conscious and make a decision. You know what? I'm going to make a decision to be sensitive to the needs of other people around me. Um, You know, if they're needing any type of financial need, if they're needing food, if they're needing any, any type of need, how, God, how can I help those people around me? And as we do that, I believe it's, we'll, we'll start making a tremendous impact not only in the people around us, but our community at large as well.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah. a lot of believers actually you know, don't quite understand that God is in them. Mm-hmm. When they walk yeah. into the room, God showed up because they're yeah. in him.
1: Yes, it is, it's something interesting because I remember, for example, when you were here, when you came here in Brazil, I'm sure that you remember this, uh, this feeling everybody was looking at you because you were from a different nation with a different culture, with a different background. You know, you look different, you act different, everything is different in you. So everybody was so like curious. They wanted to know more. They wanted your attention. And I believe that's exactly with us. We are citizens of a different nation. We came from a different world, a different reality. And I believe that we need to, you know, exhale that, we need to put it outside, and people need to see that and say, I want that, I want to know more. People need to get curious about us Christians, and this is something that we need to increase more and more. We need to, to show how different we are, and how, how many great things we can perform with our, uh, God's power, and we need to serve the world like that, you know
2: absolutely and you know something you know i've been kind of stirring in my heart is just the fact that we're all missionaries whether you're going to another country or not wherever you live you are a missionary we are in this world but we're not from it we're ambassadors like you said from heaven to be here for a purpose on this earth and so even if you're just living in your hometown where you always grew up you're a missionary sent there by god to reach the people that you were, uh, God has in that city. And so I believe that it starts with you accepting who you are, believing what God says about you, and then taking that step to what does that look like in everyday life? That looks like um, one, reaching out to the people around you and loving them the way that God loves you. Yeah, and yeah absolutely.
0: a scripture that I kind of caught on to during this time, you know, here in America with the virus and everything, they were talking about essential workers. And so it was mm-hmm. about the, the people that need to work that are really important. And there's a scripture in Philippians chapter one, uh, it's verse 24. And it says that it is needful or essential that you be here. And so yeah. you know, when we think about ourselves in that regard, God sees us as essential, essential workers. Kingdom. Yeah. So we are essential workers yeah, we are. on purpose. And I, I love that because it, it puts purpose behind our lives. There's a reason God looked through all the time. He knew what was going to be happening in the world, and He saw you. And He said, You are essential to be here during this time. I need you on my team. Yeah. And that you know, drive purpose behind our lives.
1: Yeah, and it's something interesting because I don't know about you, but I I, I grew up uh, you know, hearing about the heaven and uh, everybody expecting heaven. Oh, Maranatha, Maranatha, come Jesus, come Jesus. But you know, sometimes I believe that Jesus and God himself he they they want us here, like being His representatives, you know, as you said, uh, we are essential workers. If Jesus comes back now, that's great for us, but for us. And what about the world? Yeah. You know we need to be a little a little less selfish in my opinion, you know, um, because yes, it's it's granted, we are saved, that's great heaven belongs to us wonderful but in between that you know let's do something let's move on let's not keep uh, stuck in our blessings you know Uh, god doesn't want nothing to be lost i believe so
2: yeah and you know something I, i believe is that i believe god will wait until the very last minute that he can to get the very last person that he can into the kingdom of God, because he loves them so much. And Absolutely. so um, I, I agree with you 100% that, man, it would be great if Jesus returned for us, because that would mean there'd be no more persecution, there wouldn't be so much hardship. But the reality is, is that as Christians in the body of Christ, there's going to be persecution. The reality is, is there's going to be people that don't like us. And just as much as being going to heaven one day is an in him reality, persecution oh, is an in him reality that it's it's going to be something that comes again to us. But the cool thing is, is what we have on the inside of us is going to help us overcome any of that persecution that comes. And so, God. man, we're just so thankful for the grace of God upon our lives yeah. and for us to be able to continue to minister the word of God until we can get every last person that we can into his kingdom before he returns. And so, man, it's going to be a good day when Jesus returns. But I I heard one minister say it like this. He said, when Jesus returns, it's not going to be a rescue mission. It's going to be a wedding day. And so he's not coming to to just rescue everybody or rescue all the Christians from uh, the torment or the persecution, but he's coming to receive his beloved. And so what we want to do is we want to prepare the world for them to be received by Jesus as well. Yeah, I believe so this way. There's an example that I like to think of, you know, I grew up my whole life
0: playing sports. And so, you know, if I was out on the court playing, my coach put me out there for a reason. He didn't just say, all right, go have fun. And then I'm just going to rescue you out when it goes bad. He put me out there because he knew that I have what it takes to accomplish the task, to do what it takes. And it's the same way in regards to, to the world that we're living in now, the kingdom. God has put you on his team for a purpose. Um, there's a reason that we are here right now. And so when we you know, change our perspective a little bit from that, like you said, that rescue mission or th- I just want to get to heaven, You know, it's not just about the end goal being a place called heaven. It's us bringing heaven to the earth. Yeah. You know, Jesus, Jesus did more on the cross than just send us to a place called heaven. He put heaven yeah. back on the inside of us so that Absolutely. every day when we walk this earth, we can shine Jesus. Glory. Everywhere yeah. we go, yeah. we're that mirror that reflects the glory of God. Wow.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's something that they came to my mind now. You talked about uh, being on a court and uh, about sports. Of course, you had a position, a specific position. And no, normally, uh, when, you, when you work on a team, and you play on a team, you have a specific position. And many times, if you try to go to a different one, a different position, normally you don't do well. Uh, you know, uh, in the past, like f- 13 years ago, I used to be a flight attendant. I used to work on, a, on a, an airplane. And you know, something that really marveled me is because when I entered that airplane, I knew exactly what was my position. I didn't want to be the pilot. I didn't want to be the chief chief steward. I wanted to be myself there because I knew exactly what I was supposed to do. And that's why an airplane can fly because everybody understands its position, his position, and everybody understands exactly what to do and when to do. It's exactly related to what you said about sports, for example, and God put us here with a specific purpose, a specific position, like we are parts of the body, you know we are specific parts of the body that 's it it's it's great
2: yeah, and you know something you had sent us before is about you know the passion that God has for the nations, and I know you know you're you're actually sharing that passion through your work that you're doing, but I wanted to ask you kind of a, to share a little bit more about what you've learned about god's passion for the nations and how what you feel like your role is in this time to kind of uh, execute that in the earth? Yeah,
1: I believe that uh, uh, technology is something that it's a gift, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's, it's used well and it's used in a proper way, it can uh, achieve, I mean, wonders. And uh, I, I became to understand that, um, of course, I have my walk on my local church, I have, uh, I have, to, I have to, to pay the honor, uh, to give the honor to, uh, to my pastor and to my leaders, and that's great. But uh, I also discovered that uh, there's something that goes beyond the local church. And this nation uh, uh, team, this nation subject, it came to me when I was starting with a Sozo, with my, my YouTube channel because I started looking at the statistics and receiving messages from people from different nations. And one day I realized and I said, well, I'm reaching the nations. How come? Because, you know, when I was at Rama studying at Ramah, uh, I understood that somehow I could be an, an evangelist, but I didn't see myself like going uh, to various places. I didn't know how God wanted to do that. But I've uh, I had been to other nations before. I had been to Japan. I had I had been to U.S., but I didn't understand exactly how it could be because I had a family. I had a, a kid. How 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 will would it, would it happen? And then when I started translating the messages, I understood that these nations are very near with technology. And that uh, as you came, as I said, you came here as different people, foreigners, and people wanted to hear about you. So that's great. People want to hear about you here in Brazil and understand what you are facing, in what you are uh, achieving in God. And then this understanding of nations started growing inside myself. And I started understanding that. Uh, uh, go to the nations is not exactly like a, a traditional missionary would go nowadays. Of course we can and we will go I believe that soon I'll leave my country to another country to serve the God It's in my heart it's, it's already confirmed, that's great but I'm not, ex- I'm not waiting on that to start anything and that's something that I really want to encourage anyone who's watching us, please don't wait to achieve the the main goal. Because from the the place you are until the main goal, there are so many things that you can and you should be doing. So that's it. I understood the the meaning of nations and understood that nations is not exactly, necessarily a geographical place. It's something really beyond that.
2: Yeah, and you know something, I was looking at your YouTube channel. If you could just give people the name if they'd like, if they're interested to check it out. So we'll also post a link, but if you can provide the name for everybody.
1: Yeah, we, we, uh, we are called Sozo. I mean, Salvation. It's Sozo Productions. In Portuguese, Sozo Produções. Uh, uh, of course, I, I believe that if you provide the link, it's easier for the English. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and I really want to encourage uh, not, all, not all, only our our watchers, but uh, also you too, please, if you can talk to all the preachers in English, there's a country and there are speakers of Portuguese that need to hear you. Because I, I talk to you personally when you're here. It's, it's interesting. Uh, people uh, uh, from abroad, they don't have this kind of vision. Of course, they understand that they need to preach the word but sometimes I talk to some preachers also, some important ones, some big ones, and they say, Whoa, really? That's great. You know, it's something that never came to their minds. And so I encourage you, if you know anybody, it, it doesn't need to be a famous preacher, anybody that preaches. So have this in mind, there's another nation, that wants and needs what, what God has shared with you. So if you are, a, a, like, I don't know, if you're a Japanese preacher, that's great. There will be a person that speaks, for example, French and lives in Japan. Uh, pray to find that person because maybe there's somebody in France that needs this message from Japan. You know, yeah. I believe these this bridges needs to be, to be bound. You know?
2: Yeah, and you know, something I was looking at too is on your uh, your video views, I think you probably have millions of views at this point, which is awesome because it would take you many, many years to be able to go to that many churches and yeah. be in rooms with that many people. But what you've been at, like you were saying, what you were able to do as a missionary through technology and, and reaching the nations, and man, it's just an awesome work that you're doing there. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, something, think about the fact like,
0: if you wouldn't have taken that step to learn how to actually put the video on YouTube, just the small things. If you didn't know how to translate it and upload it the right way, but God had you learn things over time because he knew what you would be doing. So that's, yeah. that's the truth for a lot of us is God's got something in our future. Um, and so we can't you know neglect where we're at and the things we're learning because they might be something that he will use to reach the yeah. nations, like you're saying.
1: Yeah, and let me say something, when I was, I believe, nine years old, uh, I discovered, eight, nine years old, uh, I discovered that my, at my grandma's, at my granny's house, there was an old voice recorder. It was not a voice recorder, it was a like a stereo sound, you know, and it has a, a, the option to record into cassette tapes. And then I discovered that, I got amazed, as, and I discovered that if I speak, it, it can record. So I started recording comic books. And on Saturdays, I used to, to gather all my family and I used to say, okay, now you're gonna listen to me play these comic books. And as you said, God knows everything, even the future. Yeah. And God knew that that was something that nowadays, today it would impact people's lives. So uh, I, I started working with like recording equipment Like um, 15 years, uh, 20 years ago, I started getting interested in that. I started studying translation into university like 20 years ago, you know, uh, and everything is linked. Uh, I remember that I studied uh, English literature. My teacher at the university, he used to read for me the King James Version. To me, for, for to the class, you know, it was our class. So you see, everything is linked. I believe. I remember when Jesus multiplied bread and fish. After everybody was uh, was uh, full, he said to the disciples, "Okay, get these baskets and 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 gather all the crumbles, because God doesn't want nothing to be lost." And I believe this is relating to our gifts. So. For example, these days, the Holy Spirit was talking to me because I started studying Japanese language like when I was uh, 19 years old. And then I stopped and the Holy Spirit said, why did you stop these days? And I said, what do you mean? In my mind, I don't have the time to study Japanese now, Holy Spirit, please. (laughs) I'm so busy these days. And he said, why did you stop? And he keeps asking the same question. So I don't know what's next, and I'm not worried about that.
0: <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, you never know what what's in your life or what skills you have that God is going to use to impact yeah. people. That's so awesome.
2: Yeah, and just like you know, God's been asking Thiago, "Why did you stop?" There's probably people listening that have natural gifts and abilities that God's probably asking the same question: Why did you stop developing them? Or He'll give you nudgings to start developing them again. And start growing in them because he has a purpose and he has a plan for those things, and it's up to you and I to develop those natural skills. You know, he's put inside of us the grace to do it, but it's up to us to believe that that grace is there and take the necessary steps towards that. Just like Tanner was kind of mentioning with Tiago, he had to learn how to upload the videos to YouTube. He had to learn how to put. Uh, the audio or, or dub the audio over. He had to learn all those natural things, but because he took the initiative to do that, it's allowed him to reach a huge amount of people all around the world. So, you know, the question we may ask you is, what is it that maybe you've been neglecting? What is it that maybe you haven't really took the initiative to step into that can potentially impact the world around you? And so it's not condemnation or anything. It's an encouragement to really step into the fullness of what God has for you. Absolutely. You know, think about
0: every magazine that goes out, every article that goes out, it needs some type of artwork. Maybe you're the person that's good with graphic design in some way. You could be that person that helps actually get the word of God spread. And you're not even the one that's preaching. You're doing no. some behind the scenes things, but you still share in that harvest. And so there's, there's many things that all of us have that yeah. we offer to the kingdom. Um, to take the word to the nations,
1: yeah, did you notice that we uh, we have um, more and more an increasing number of video gamers these days, oh, yeah. and did you notice that we almost don't have Christian video games? <laughs> Imagine that uh, the the history of the Israel people coming out from Egypt and going into the promised land in video games. Imagine that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Got to go part the Red Sea. <laughs>
1: yeah. You have to press the right buttons.
2: <laughs> well, even, you know, when we were at Verbo de Vida in Campina Grande, we had talked to people that were speaking in English and we would ask them, be like, hey, how did you learn English? And they'd say, oh, I learned from video games. Yep. And yep. so they had didn't learn in an in a English course or taking a class or anything. They had learned through video games. And so maybe it's possible someone's going to make a Christian video game and, man, they'll learn English and also about the gospel at the same time. You never know how God's going to be reaching people.
1: Yeah, and that's something that uh, I really like to mention because uh, you were encouraging people to, you know, to take a step, etc. But uh, sometimes, I know technology can be intimidating, but, uh, for example, if you have a cell phone, it's enough, you know, you you have here a voice recorder, so why don't you re, uh, read a book out loud? You know, just read a book out loud and send it through WhatsApp or like Messenger or any anything, and you you probably would be blessing somebody because there are people that doesn't doesn't have the habit of reading, and maybe sometimes they are traveling it happens all the time and people gives me this kind of testimony as well i love the translations because i can listen on the car you know when i'm on a tra on a trip i'm i'm in the traffic jam i'm reading that so you have your cell phone just start it you know that's it just
0: start it
2: yeah that's really good yeah and so tiago we have a we have a, just a few more minutes with you and so we'd really love to just give you the opportunity you know, I know you're an amazing minister and we'd love to just have you share just a couple minutes exactly what God's been dealing with you in these last, you know, we've been going through some crazy times here on the earth. Uh, people have been panicked. They've been worried. They've been stressed and anxious and kind of just what God's been speaking to you during this time. If you could share that as an encouragement to people that are listening.
1: All right. That's uh, I believe that's something that's that's really Um, touching me these days, it's it's that uh, God has made Jesus uh, wisdom for us, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, it's something really important and really, and really um, food for thought, because if we start uh, uh, analyzing how the world system is working these days, how the media and how the news and how, uh, how people is is being influenced by these kind of uh, forces, we will understand that our only uh, way out is the wisdom of heaven. I'd like to share with you, if I may, uh, James chapter, I believe chapter four. I didn't, I didn't prepare exactly this this message, I mean this verse, but I believe it's chapter four when it talks about the wisdom of heaven. Let's. Yeah, if you can help me, <laughs> feel free. It talks about the wisdom of heaven, that it's merciful and it's pure. Let me just find here. It's, he says that it's James 3, sorry, James three seventeen. Let me put it in, into English so I can read it to you perfectly. Do you have there James three you, seventeen? You like
2: me to read it? Yeah, please. Sure, James three seventeen. It says, "But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy." Now, the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's I believe that that's what we need here, mm-hmm. the the wisdom from up the wisdom from heaven and I I believe that this is our way out this this uh, season we are facing and uh, many times people don't understand that the, the the wisdom from heaven is what renews our mind it's what it's the the ingredient needed to the renewing of our mind that Romans 12 talks about and many times we we believe that we will renew our mind only with natural things reading books Books are wonderful. Uh, the Bible is wonderful, but many times we need to pray in tongues so that this wisdom of heaven can be downloaded into us from within, and then with that, we can face these challenges uh, and I believe we are we are living in a challenging time, really indeed, because uh, I mean we see the transformations we see we see the movements in the politics uh, in the in the mad scene, and people with this world is really getting crazier (laughs) and it's something that we need to shine to show the world that we are light you know it's something that uh, we need that to do that and i believe that the way the only way to do that is with the wisdom of heaven the wisdom of heaven is that wisdom that Elisha used when he was surrounded by the army and his servant said oh lord we're gonna die and he said no 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 Father, please not Father, sorry, but Lord, please open his eyes uh, because uh, his Elisha's eyes were already opened by the wisdom of heaven. It's the same wisdom that uh, made Moses understood that he needed to, you know, to touch, to hit the water. And this wisdom is something needed these days because many times we we face uh, situations that uh, we ask ourselves. What are we supposed to do? And that's our mistake. We are not to ask ourselves. We need to ask God's wisdom. What am I supposed to do based on your wisdom? And that's something that uh, we've been taught. Uh, Okay, ask ourselves, reflect, think about it. No, no, no. Sometimes you don't think about it. Sometimes you only pray pray in tongues, receive, believe, and act. And this is something that I believe that's burning in my heart these days. I believe that this wisdom, I'm pretty sure that this wisdom was what uh, what took me here with this ministry, with this translation ministry, I believe that this wisdom is was what took you here. For example, when you decided to come here to Brazil, and it's it was so impacting for us to have you here. For example, and this wisdom was what made, for example, Brother Hagen decide to you know to create a school. I remember reading his books that he was like yielding and and deciding to, to take into prophetic ministry. But he said no, that the Holy Spirit, f- f- through the wisdom, said to him, no, 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 you need to open a school. I want you to teach, you know. And, and that's the wisdom of heaven. That's God's wisdom. And I believe that's that. I believe that's the way only way out of these situations we are facing these days.
2: Yeah, been, man, the, the wisdom of God is going to cause us to do things. If we'll listen and we'll act on it, It'll open doors for us. It'll also help us establish things that are going to last generations beyond our life. Just like Brother Hagen, You know, the Holy Spirit spoke to him to start the schools. And it's probably gone further than he may have imagined in his lifetime, but it's continued to expand. And so what is it that your step and what you listening to the Holy Spirit is going to cause uh, the ripple effect in, in all of the earth? But man, Chiago, we want to thank you so much for oh, joining you. us today. We know that you're doing an amazing job there and you're going to continue to do an amazing job and we're happy to post a link so anyone that's interested would like to hear the different translations that he's doing we'll make the youtube link available so that you can listen and experience the amazing work that he's doing there and so my friend thank you so much for joining us i thank you we appreciate it and god bless you
1: yes i thank you for the privilege and for the honor And I wish that you keep growing in your ministry because I know that we are going farther and farther, higher and higher.
2: Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, sir. We'll see you.
1: Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye.